1: Team that we don't
2: care for. Something, something. Bronco. With Lord Lattimore vault Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Ah!
1: Incomplete.
2: You're listening to Something, Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch. Today, we are brought to you by Empower. They're like a financial company or something, and they're on the stadium now. So, yay! That's the best I could do. They're not actually sponsors of the show. I need to go ahead and just throw that in there so we don't get a nasty letter as though the Broncos listened to this at all. So, uh, anyway, I, I couldn't come up with anything better because I was so... I'm still completely upset, incensed by how the Denver Broncos performed on Monday night in Oakland against the Raiders. Uh, not a good showing. Not a great way to start the season.
3: Not even in one little bit. It was terrible.
0: Yeah, pretty disappointing. So, moving <laughs> okay, on. Okay, well, moving on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the thing is, we as Broncos fans tend to be pretty excited before game one. As we have talked about all offseason, you know, you start kind of down after a bad year, and then training camp comes, and you start feeling pretty good, start thinking your team might be all right, then you get some great passes during training camp, and you see one good play during a preseason game, and rah, rah, we're going to be great. Our defense is going to be number 1 again. Joe Flacco is going to be efficient. We have awesome receivers. Philip Lindsay is going to run over everybody again. We are going to be amazing. And then it was it was such a letdown. I was so disappointed, far more than the last 2 years because the last 2 years I didn't have such high expectations. But I thought Vic Fangio is going to whip this team into shape. We've got Rich Scandarella who's got an offensive scheme that's gonna be amazing. And we have a defense that will actually take advantage of all this athletic talent we have. And nothing. It was just it was such a letdown. I've never been as angry, honestly, in the last two years as I was Monday night.
0: Yeah, it was it was kinda funny. The the first play Scangarello calls is a tight end jet sweep. (laughs) It's just like
3: To a rookie. Why? this this don't do that to a guy who is new to the NFL.
0: Yeah,
3: behind was, the backfield, and you're losing already 7-0 at an away game. Oh, so pathetic.
0: I know. And then the the red zone call where they lined up everybody on one side. It's like what the what freaking the, hell are you doing? That? What yeah,
2: was that? that? Was it's the well, power I, wing formation? It's like
0: <laughs> just a specific kind of play that I guess you only see in junior college games, but it, it shouldn't have been in the on the NFL field.
3: I love the tweet of the guy when someone tweeted, you know, what is this play? And his reaction was an accident in Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, that an accidental was call.
2: awesome. Yeah.
0: Was
2: like, accidental awesome. click. <laughs> oops, oops. You you talk about Fant and his kind of, it was an, an inauspicious debut. He had one really good catch and he had a couple penalties. And other than that, he really wasn't around. Like you you, you spend the number 10 pick on, on a tight end you expect it to be like like jimmy graham like making a splash like use him like i I wanted to see him streaking across the middle and like and like leaping out of the air and 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 swallowing footballs and you know making catches or you know just use him you've
3: got a guy who's supposedly big and fast and can catch the ball and the thing you do is you hand it off to him in the backfield on the first play it's terrible
0: so the person just was Describing it was T.J. Hawkinson of the Lions who actually had 100 yards receiving uh, in his first his his first game. I think it's I think it was the first tight end to have 100 yards receiving since like Dick Butkus or Mike Dicta or something. Some guy, one of those two back in the 60s. It was crazy. Ditka, yes, tight end. So yeah. not to be unexpected, uh, rookie tight ends usually need a year to to learn and grow in the NFL. And I'm starting to think that maybe as Bronco fans, we need to temper our expectations and realize that with under Fangio, there's going to be some growing pains. You know, it might take a year for the guys on this defense to really fully comprehend what he's trying to teach them, because uh, the defense was soft. They looked confused. Uh, they were out of position a lot. A lot of defensive miscues that seem to be chalked up to guys just not knowing what their assignment is, and they're still trying to figure out how to read and react under the Fangio scheme. So yeah, we just got to be patient. We might have another losing season. Um, but Fangio's record of success warrants so, uh, some patience. Uh, we can't just keep going through co- coaches. You know That's not going to help this team. That's not going to help the franchise.
2: We kept uh, uh, Vance Joseph uh, in the interest of uh, consistency, and look where that got us. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. It's been one game. I'm not at all uh, saying that we need to consider regime change again after just four quarters of Broncos football,
0: but... The big difference there, Vance Joseph was a one-year coordinator, and his defense sucked. It was 26 in the league or something. So there's a little bit of a difference there. He turned that Bears defense from a joke to the top defense in the league. In four years, the San Francisco 49ers had a great defense under him. So there's a reason beyond we need consistency <laughs> to keep Fangio for, for another year. If the Broncos end up having a really poor season this year.
2: Can we talk about the defense and, and Von Miller and Bradley Chubb and this vaunted pass rush that we were supposed to, that was supposed to be showcased on Monday night. It, it didn't happen. Like the defense vanished.
3: That it's definitely more an assignment breakdown and, a, and players not not either knowing their assignment very well or not being able to complete their assignment because they're just not quite good enough rather than a scheme issue. Because, as Tim said, if, it, if it's a scheme problem and a coaching problem, then we have to be worried about Vic Fangio. But it's more likely that, given his success, we just don't have the players yet who can really a- accomplish the kind of defense Vic Fangio has in mind and it it will take time. I mean it doesn't he's not going to abandon it, but we're going to be we're going to be working with weakness at at the linebacker position and apparently weakness still at the cornerback position to be trying to accomplish this the scheme that he has in mind which could be for a long year. It was the the secondary not being able to do their job that really made it difficult for Vaughn and Bradley to get to the quarterback.
2: Well, okay. So, so we also know that, um, Derek Carr was throwing the ball super fast. I mean, it it was real. I mean, kudos to, uh, David's brother for, for making that happen. Um, but, uh, where where is the adjustment? Like if the ball's coming out fast, like are we, are we jamming the receivers at the line enough? Are we throwing them off their routes to mess up that timing? I mean, these are, these are timing routes. And if, if we can, we didn't do anything to disrupt what they were doing. So, okay. He's throwing it fast. So what do you do to combat
0: that? And we had no answer. I just don't think he has the personnel to. to That's what I
3: think. You're kind of getting bitten in the ass by not going after a stronger linebacker.
2: We got that sweet tied in. Did you not see the opening play? <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, right. so let's just touch on the offense real quick. Like we've got um, the, the most. The most horrific point of the evening was uh, Deshaun Hamilton's dropped pass in the end zone. Hit him right in the hands. Great pass. Perfect throw uh uncontested no one around him and uh just didn't have the focus to haul it in like it just wasn't there he was he was uh going through uh, chores he had to do later or something else was on his mind because <laughs> he could have caught that ball
3: at least though that's the kind of thing that it was his fault versus our quarterback doesn't look any good i actually felt like Joe Flacco had some not great passes, but he also had a collapsing pocket constantly in that first half. Overall, I was—I actually felt like at least Joe Flacco looks like you know he—he can, he can get the ball in the hands of the receiver. His connections with Cortland Sutton were great, so that's encouraging.
2: I feel like they took the uh, the handcuffs off of him later in the game. Like it, it, they were—they were going full. Uh, Trevor Simeon, uh, Case Keenum in the first half, and then they were like, okay, bail us out, help us out here. And, and he started winging it around, and good things started to happen. Um, but then, but it was, by then it was just, it was too late, and then the drop pass.
0: The big positive for me is Joe Flacco attacked the middle of the field, and we haven't seen that since Peyton Manning. I think I have a little bit of PTSD with quarterbacks because every time he went, pushed the ball down the field, down the middle of the field, I, uh, I got nervous <laughs> and I was thinking, oh God, it's an interception. And then he caught it. I was like, what's happening? I, I just, I couldn't figure out what was happening. It was it was great. <laughs> so I, Your, I'm excited football about is
2: this. happening. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think the offense is going to take a step forward. Um, the, the offensive line is concerned, but if, if the defense can come along slowly and get better each week, I think, you know, this team might be a lot better come the last quarter of the season than it is right now.
2: I would just like to point out that Garrett Bowles did not have a penalty uh, that was not declined. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do terrific. I mean, there was that one play where he's just like, I, I, I saw it on Twitter and he's hes off in the hinterlands. Like, it, like, like there's nobody to block and he's just kind of like, I'm out here, like <laughs> completely away from the play. But that was like the only real complaint. And then real quick, special teams still kind of uh, – Kind of a worry. I I don't really understand why we weren't kicking the ball out the back of the end zone. We were letting him return it. There were indications that he was going to break one, and at the worst possible time, he did. So any thoughts on special teams?
0: Yeah. Tom McMahon is probably on his way out if this keeps up. So,
3: I mean, McManus has the leg. Kick it out the back of the end zone every time. Make them start from the 25. You know, start from being still versus getting a running start and being able to slice and dice up the field. It's hard for guys to navigate their assignment. When you have one guy kind of running around crazy back there.
2: I need Joe Mahoney to do the stats on this, but it, I agree with you. Like, if you if you kick it out of the back of the end zone, you automatically negate any chance for any big runs. Like, yeah. and and what do you like? What do you gain by by kicking it short and hoping that you can pin them, you know, a couple yards yards shy of the twenty five? Passionate about this, and I'm 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 angry.
3: I mean, at <laughs> at best, probably. You, keep, you get them to the 15, right? You keep them back there. But more than likely, they get out to the 20, the 22. And then you're right. Well, I mean, just start them at the 25. Go with your strength. You have a kicker who has a big leg. Put it in the back of the end zone. And then let your defense do what it's supposed to do.
2: And then your special teams unit is healthy. Yeah. Because they don't get injured. Right. <laughs> like, just, there are like, a lot of benefits only, here. There are a lot of benefits. Tim, you're a you're, you're resident business person. Why don't you do a cost-benefit analysis on that and get back to us?
0: <laughs> That'll be 100 bucks.
2: <laughs> fan Pulse. Oh, all right. So we have a Fan Pulse thing. The SB Nation Fan Pulse awesome poll thing that we have. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, every Monday morning, uh, we have a survey from SB Nation uh, that goes over... Ask each team's fan base how confident they are in the direction of the team. So this week, they had the survey come out Monday. So I'm kind of curious to see how confident fans were heading into Monday night. Uh, I know to start the season, we were at a 71%. So they take the poll where you're are confident, not confident, or meh. I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to be after the game, because I ran a poll after the game asking if fans were, if the sky was falling. And only 19% said, absolutely, season's over, book it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The rest either said no, but it's threatening, which means there's, you know, there's concerns. And then 35%, it's one game, everybody needs to chill.
2: Yeah, it's telling that there's not an option, like,
0: we're going all the way, (laughs) like Super Bowl! (laughs) But yeah, I'll be curious to see what it's like next Monday, Uh, especially if the the Broncos lose, it's going to be the sky is falling. Uh, But if they win, it'd be interesting to see if it bounces back uh, to what it was before the season starts or not. But yeah, the SB Nation Fan Pulse, it's uh, sponsored by Yahoo Fantasy Sports, but we've been doing it for like two years. It's it's a pretty good way to gauge where the fan base is with the team. And I kind of like that consensus results because it kind of takes out the extremes of of all the emotions that are involved with being a fan.
1: Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the US like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, Well, we did, to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.
2: Okay, we're back. Thank you for listening to Something Something (laughs) Thunking Broncos. You're entering the second half of our show. As you know, Lori Lattimore-Volkman, Tim Lynch here with me. Um, We're now going to dive into the future. We're going to look at Bears at Broncos. This upcoming Sunday, Vic Fangio's old team comes to Mile High for Denver's home opener. After the showing against the Raiders, uh, tempered expectations uh, from yours truly. (laughs) How are we feeling uh, about this? Uh, We'll start with Lori, because it looks like Tim is already drinking.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Give me some of that, Tim.
2: Yeah, Tim's got his Broncos flask out. I'm sure it's filled with uh, diet crystal light.
3: I am not feeling very confident about this game. The two things going for us are we're playing it at mile high, which it always helps. And that Mitch Trubisky did not have a great performance at all. So that, that gives us some hope that our defense can stop their offense. And maybe in some miracle, our offense can get something done against their defense. But that bears defense is no joke. And our offensive line just might all go down by the end of the game
2: <laughs> it's no joke and our offensive line Is. might be <laughs> <laughs> Yikes.
3: i mean we are already down
2: uh oh. we lost Juwan james for a little while he, it, thankfully it's not as, as serious as everyone had feared
0: but he's probably not playing this weekend, so that he's doesn't not really help this us.
3: Weekend. And what about Ron Leary?
0: Yeah, he was—he was
2: like, "Don't worry, Garrett. I'll step up. I will get the penalties this week."
0: Now, one of those holds was blamed on Leary, but it was actually reassigned to Garrett Bowles. So it was, Bowles did have a holding penalty in that first game.
2: Oh, it was reassigned. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. well, well, Leary then had Bowles is trash. I take back everything I said.
3: And Elijah Wilkinson, <laughs> who You're is not our. Wrong backup for three different positions had to come in and he was getting pushed around like a rag doll that's against (laughs) the Raiders the Chicago defense their front seven Khalil Mack you have Rokan Smith you have Akeem Hicks
0: (sighs) the good news here is that the biggest difference between Joe Flacco and the parade of non-quarterbacks we've used on this team in the last three years is that he doesn't fade away from the pocket and right into the pass rush he steps up into the pocket and looks and, and looks to make a throw so that should help uh it'll help get the the time to get the ball out quicker but the only way the only way the broncos are gonna have a chance in this game is if they get that running game going they've got to establish the run and that's a tall order against this team uh, the good news is, is the Bears are coming off, uh, you know, putting up three points uh, in their home opener. Uh, it's, it wasn't even a road game and they scored three points. I, I did the odds post on on Wednesday and the Bears line keeps on moving in their direction. They're now favored three over Denver, uh, despite scoring three points in their home opener. So I'm actually feeling pretty good. I think the Broncos are reeling from last week. And I think they're going to come out with a little bit more passion. They're going to be in front of the home crowd. It's going to be rowdy. I, I just, I have a feeling the Broncos are going to come out and play, play really well. And if Trubisky doesn't come out and play well, you know, they're not going to win that game. That I'm Broncos team
3: it. Damn well, better come out and play well. But or especially... Lori's
0: going to beat some ass.
3: I am. <laughs> I, I was so mad because I was so sure that this was going to be a much better year.
0: Well, you're not <laughs> a- <laughs> Oh, Lori, hug,
3: hug. <laughs> I do. I need a
2: Bring it in, Tim. We got we to gotta <laughs> give Lori a hug. Come on over here. There you go. There you go, Lori. Do you feel better?
3: Yes, a little. Okay. Well,
0: okay. We need hugs, too, because we both have a brother-in-law Raider fans. So oh, that's right. that oh yeah. That's, oh, that
2: I'm that not is... even going to get into that. No, that's not even, you know.
0: Yeah. Did I log into Facebook? On Tuesday, no. I
2: did not. Yeah, not not tracking those anti Raider memes you posted uh, just <laughs> hours before, huh? Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, okay. Looking at the Bears game, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna read from the book of Lori and say that I believe going into every game that the Broncos have a chance to win it. I do, uh, and the reason why I say that is because if we come up short. And go start the season 0 and 2. I am going to go to one of the darkest places I've ever been because I can't remember the last time we started off 0 and 2. Like it, like it had to be the year after Elway retired. I mean I um, no. can't it, no no Tim's got Tim, it.
0: No, they started. They almost started 0 and 2 in 2005, and then the crowd blew right. off the field, and they came. They, out
2: yep yeah, they lost that game to Miami. I remember because I was at Hooters in uh, in Hollywood, California. Uh, with, uh, my friend, the Packers fan who uh, ran a Packers blog for a short while, uh, and the Packers were also losing and he'd had too much to drink and was just carving obscenities into the table at, <laughs> at Hooters with a knife, which is not anything I would recommend, but, um, <laughs> but so some fans handle that sort of thing differently. I, uh, like to think I handled it better. <laughs> I'm hoping. I would like to think that they are going to respond because of the just the negative reaction that everyone has given them. Like they they have no no rope to make mistakes. Like we need to see some improvement. Like that's all we ask. That's all we asked for this season uh, g- coming into it. It was like you don't have to win the Super Bowl. You don't have to make the playoffs. You just have to be better and and that was what was so jarring about the raiders loss was that they weren't any better like it, there was no improvement nothing we could point like there were individual flashes but there was nothing systemic that we could point to and be like see it's getting better and that's that was what was really scary for bronco fans
3: i do think quarterback play you could do that you could you could point to a lot of those passes that Flacco had to Sutton in particular and Emmanuel Sanders and be like, the offense is going to be better. Why they did not involve Emmanuel Sanders a little earlier, I don't know, but
0: Fangio was asked about that and he said something about conditioning and getting up to to game ready. I'm like, That's I like didn't a buy that answer,
3: answer, to be honest. Okay, it's the I mean, one either. time that I thought Fangio was kind of hedging his answer to the media.
2: Yeah. He, he, uh, suddenly his conditioning was great and he was able to catch balls. Yay.
0: <laughs>
2: like, what does that mean? That's. I mean, maybe
0: he uh, just wasn't open in the first half, you know, maybe he just wasn't getting, getting open. Well, he could and say that. I mean, it,
2: you know, we'll have to talk to Joe about that, but it's like, it, and it's Emmanuel freaking Sanders. He can get open. Like that's yeah. his, that's his game. Yes,
3: exactly.
2: The game plan was clearly geared to using him as a decoy and it wasn't working. And then they're like, okay, well, let's use our, let's use the decoy. <laughs> like, yeah.
3: Scandrillo did seem to, to learn a little bit from the first half to, you know, adjust his playbook to be a lot more, just do NFL? what you need to do. Get the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. You don't have to be too cute. If you've got good receivers, you've got a decent quarterback, you have good running backs.
0: That's the big difference between the NFL and junior college is the players are actually talented in the NFL, so you don't have to get cute, and he didn't. I think all the play calls in the second half, I I, I liked the offense, the way it was going. Joe Flacco was in rhythm. Things were flowing. It's just, you know, things just didn't fall the right way for the Broncos in that game. If if a couple of things went differently, they might have won that game, even playing that poorly. So that's why I'm not overreacting. Because as bad as they played, they only needed a few things to go right to to win. So,
3: all right, that's good. You're making me feel better. I was on the a Chicago's a Chicago Bears radio show yesterday, and it's called Bears Bar Room, and they were like, "You are making us feel so good about our team this week."
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> they I need
3: know. It. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just. You should interview me a couple days later because I'm still mad about Monday night.
0: I mean, their their team scored three points in their home opener against the freaking division rival Packers. But I mean, they also, how?
3: but their defense also held Aaron Rodgers to ten points. I mean, it is their their offense was pathetic, but their defense was still really good. And they come in, and our offense against their defense is going to have a really tough day. So. Our defense yeah. is going to have to be much more on target and, and communicating with each other better. And Will Parks better get his assignment right, God damn it! or we're not going to be able to stop the Bears. Hopefully, <laughs>
2: Fangio knows what the offense is going to do, uh, having been there. So maybe we can get uh, an edge
0: somewhere. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need it. We are going to need yeah. it. I, yeah. Well, when have the Packers had a defense that could hold a team to three points? I mean, that... <laughs> As, as poorly as the Broncos' defense played. I mean, the Packers' defense is nothing to write home about. It never has been. They have they have some good players, but I mean, they, they, held, they held the Bears to three points on the road. I think the Broncos' defense at home will, will be able to contain old Mitch. Uh, on the I, I would just like to point out that weren't we scoreless uh, at halftime? But the, the reason being is they got into field goal range several times and they had a sack and then a penalty that knocked him out of field goal range. Yeah. And that, that's just part of the the, the, the first half was just filled with errors everywhere. And well, and field, field goals are of- our
2: game. So, I mean, if we can't make the field goals. <laughs> well, it was a know.
3: 64 yarder.
2: For and my, almost made it. He yeah, almost made it. it. I was going like, to say, from
3: my my view on the TV, it looked like he had a really good chance. It just sucks yeah. that we had to because we shouldn't have. We, we would have been I'll, in much better range. Had, See, I think it was Noah Fant. I think it was his penalty at that point.
0: <sighs> Damn no. yeah, So anyway, uh, let's talk about Broncos Bears game. We're I know. Yeah, we spent it. a lot of time.
2: <laughs> we're we're that like angry and like verklempt over <sighs> over that loss that we just we're still stewing. And it's you know at the time of recording, it's it's Wednesday. Like it's been, you know. Usually it takes about three days to for me to like get right. Like I have to, I have to get take three days. Um, but the
0: Rangers is always a little worse. Too.
2: Yeah, it's always it's yeah. Um, <laughs> but should we should we do predictions now, uh, Lori? Would you like to ground yours in reality this week?
3: Uh, I believe <laughs> I, my my scores have been far more realistic than yours. Oh, All right, fair. Nothing.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go seventeen to fourteen. Broncos. Uh, Broncos, okay. (laughs) I will pick the Broncos. (laughs)
2: Uh, uh, 17 is not divisible by three. Would you like to reassess your (laughs) answer?
0: It has a three in there. (laughs) It's uh, five field goals and a safety, Jess.
2: Oh, fair enough. (laughs) 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 Josie Jewell finally breaks through to get that sack. (laughs) All right. All right. And I'm not going to go back to the well about Chubb and Miller and their lack of production last week. Let's go forward. We're talking about Chicago Bears. Tim, do you have a prediction?
0: Yes. And Chubb and Vaughn did get production. It's just Card already released the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think the Broncos are going to win this game and I think it'll be a low scoring affair. I'm going to stick with 16 because we'll get that touchdown. But we're going to get those field goals too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, 16 to 10. Okay,
2: I'm going to go 10 to 3.
3: 19
2: <laughs> 19 to 7. You just I had promise. one up me. Uh yep, yep. If we're ever on prizes right, I'm get I'm hitting you with the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that. That's right. Mile High Report, Price is Right. Coming soon to Something Something Broncos. <laughs> well, this brings us to... Mystery question. And this is a fun mystery question, um, mostly because I put about three minutes worth of thought into it because I didn't have <laughs> one when the show started. So I have one, uh, and we'll start with, with Tim. I would like you to spell for me Schlottmann. Wow. We are all writers for Mile High Report, and so we should know how to write all these names. And so I want you to spell the name of the uh, the backup uh, offensive lineman, Austin Schlottman. No, no Googling. S-C-H. No Googling. I'm not Googling. Hands up. Hands up. Cover S- your eyes. <laughs>
0: S-C-H-L-O-T-T-M-A-N.
2: Excellent. M-A- all right.
3: Oh, is that it?
2: That's it. Well, no, that's good. Lori, I have one for you. I want you to spell the uh, the name of uh, the wide receivers coach, Zach Azani.
3: A Z A N I.
2: Close, A N N I. Oh, okay.
3: Two, two Zs, two N's. Nice. Now Tim,
2: I saw you I in wrong. our in our Slack chat chat earlier. We're decreeing the spelling of Juwan James's name. Would you like to spell Juwan?
0: Yes, J-A apostrophe W, capital W, U-A-N, James.
2: You just cheated. I'm looking at your eyes. I can see you <laughs> reading it off the off the screen.
0: Well, it's because I got Schlotman's name wrong. There's two N's on the end. I was going to,
1: you didn't let me,
3: I thought I was going to get to spell the name. I would said. M- you had two N's, didn't you have two N's? No, he said one.
0: Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I had two. I had you no. You're right Oh, sh-
2: <laughs> crap. S-H-I double hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I got, I'm going to do, I'm going to give you each one more. Okay, Lori, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Rick Scangarello, how do you spell it? Rich, excuse me, Rich, (laughs) Scandarello.
3: S C A N G A R E L L O.
2: That was too easy. That is correct. (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) I feel feel like I'm supposed to use it in a sentence, Scandarello.
2: Okay, here we go. Tim, spell Yidom.
0: Y I A D O N.
2: That's too easy. Item. Yeah. Okay. What about? Okay. Here you go, Lori. love it. His his first and last name. Oh, Devante no. Bosby. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, okay. Let
3: me do it. Devonte Bosby. D E apostrophe V A U N T E.
2: Uh, let, let, you can say face on his last name let's let, let's go <laughs> let's go with the last name
3: Devon- all right okay did i not i didn't get the first name right
2: no it's <laughs> d-e apostrophe wait wait let me try it again
3: v-a-n-t-a-e or t-e
2: t-e okay. you got it God. you we got have it. a
3: lot of Devantes, and they all spell
2: it differently they are why yeah we need like a like a like a rosetta stone that like codifies <laughs> Devante. <laughs> Like, like if you're a De, De, Devante, this is how you spell it. Yeah. yeah. Um, S-B
3: is B-A-U-S-B-Y.
2: Okay. All right. And then the last one that will close us out, Tim, Keyshawn B-A-R-E-A.
0: <laughs> oh, I struggle with that one every time. I'm just going to take the L on this one. No, let me, let me try <laughs> Okay. okay. It. Can I try okay. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: K-E-I-S-H-A-W-N. Is that right? Yes.
2: K-E-I-S-H-A-W-N. That's right.
3: And then the area is B-I-E-R-R-I-A.
2: Oh, my God. Circle gets the square. Lori is our winner. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, now you get get to be next week's Shadow Stevens in the center square. (laughs) All right. Well, you have been listening to Something Something Broncos. Um, As mentioned earlier, we are all contributors to MyOhioReport.com. Um, we are just one of many podcasts available on the, um, mile high report podcast network. Uh, you can subscribe to mile high report podcasts of which something, something Broncos is a part, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, iTunes, uh, uh, what, tune in, uh, I Heart media radio, uh, Apple podcasts, um, all those places so go ahead and click subscribe check us out every week um and uh leave us a little comment and tell us how much you love me or tim or Lori, or how much you hate tim and that's it
0: <laughs> i get enough hate no damn it
2: i know that's not fair that's not fair send tim some love you've been
0: listening to
2: something something bronco a feature of milehighreport.com with Lori Lenormorval, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. All right. All right. Good job, guys. Yep. All right. That was fun.
0: Oh, we have there, been right? interrupted by a violent ring of the doorbell.
2: <laughs> well, last
3: week it was the yard guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: It's it's my wife. I'll be right back. Uh oh. <laughs> hey, I
3: thought, no,
0: it, I thought it was Lori's mom.
3: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: just hang out here and leave funny stuff for Lori on the podcast. Just me hanging out here all by myself. All by myself. Oh, so Laurie's out there doing a Randy Moss on the meter maid.
0: Like, <laughs> I had five more minutes.
2: Hi, thank you for listening to Something Something Broncos. I'm joined by Laurie Lattimore Volkman and Tim Lynch. It's me, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You (laughs) gotta save that for Chiefs Week, man.
2: (laughs) All right, all right, I'll save it. All right, we'll do it. it (laughs)
0: That's
2: me, Patrick Mahomes.